When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's what Michael Irvin tweeted last Sunday about the Eagles' A.J. Brown. And I quote, that dude, A.J. Brown, with the Eagles, may not be the best receiver in the NFL. He very well may be the best player, all caps, best player in the NFL right now with four exclamation points. Whoa. So, Michael, how concerned are you about what A.J. Brown might do, will do to our Cowboys Sunday in Philly. I am very concerned. Okay. You should this. be. Very, very concerned. Now, now, when I watch the Ron Bland play, I get a little bit, feel a little bit better. Yep. But this is the matchup I was waiting on. This is why we gave Trayvon Diggs $100 million. Yep. Just to stop that dude right there. Stop that dude right there. Stop. And he's not on the football field. You know, how do you stop him now? This is a big dude, a big dude that can run. Trayvon was perfect for this. He's a big guy. He can run. And you know Jalen Hurst is going to give him some opportunities, give AB11 some opportunities, so that would have meant that Trayvon Diggs was getting some opportunities. And you can play it one-on-one and say, let's see how that thing plays out. Let's watch Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders go up against Ooh. each other because that's kind of battle that battle would have been. But now you're got you. You're going to have to help a little bit. I, I, I like Bland. I like Bland. But when I watch this kid play right here, when mm. I watch this dude, AB11 play right here, I, I, I'm like, whoa. I was sitting at home. I had to tweet that. You thought that. that my, my body said, my mind said, don't you dare tweet that. My heart said, boy, you don't you pick that phone up. But the reality, somebody had to know. I was seeing this, this, that second pass that Jalen Hurst threw, he had two guys on him. They had nothing going in that offense. He said, really? Hail Mary, please help. And he pulled that ball down with those two guys hanging all over him. I said to myself, it's just incredible. When everybody knows you're the best player, everybody knows that's their best play, and everybody's trying to stop you, mm-hmm. and you can still make those plays. Dallas has to contend with this. I've asked Al Harris, what are you going to do with this beast? You know, and he, hey, they're, they're going to have to mix it up. You can't make it easy because Devontae Smith can play. So, but you got to double him sometimes. You got to get up and press him, get in this, get a play underneath him, keep somebody over the top. But you got to get in their heads. And if, I, if, I, if I'm Dallas, I'm going to make sure he doesn't have any catches early because now I want to use all of his intensity against Philadelphia. If I don't care what I'm, I'm going to double, triple him to make sure that first quarter goes by without him seeing a play, without him seeing a ball. And now he's his frust- I want his frustrations to start boiling over. And hopefully I can use that against Philly. That's what I would do. But we got to deal with this guy. Mm. No, you, you should be concerned. You should be highly concerned, nervous and everything else. Mm. You got to deal with A.J. Brown, no question about it, but you can't forget about the tight end. You can't forget about Devontae Smith. You can't forget about Swift out of the backfield. You can't forget about Jalen Hurts and his arm and his ability to still run, regardless of what people think about a potential knee problem that he may or may not be having. 
When you look at A.J. Brown, you say best player probably in the National Football League. From wire to wire right now, he probably is. It just depends on how you want to look at it. He's delivering when they're asking him to. It's not wide open uh, uh, motions across formations and outrunning people on angles. He's not doing that. He's been double teamed, safety sliding over the top in the vicinity. But it's also about making big plays at a time in which his team needs him to. That's what takes you to the next level. Mm. And and when when they decide we're going to get the football to A.J. Brown because we have to, Mm. not because he's emotional, it's because we need something to get us going. And he's the perfect guy to do it. Nobody's been able to slow him down mm. in six straight consecutive games. Mm. They are 7-1. and uh, one. They got off to a slow start. Right. That's insane. The 125. Insane. In six, six plus in six straight games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he is going to be a focal point mm. on, with the Dallas Cowboys, whether it's Bland or Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore in 2019 was Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. You know how long ago that was? That was a long time ago. So he's a different player now clearly than he was before. So you're going to have to at some point if you decide or they decide to formate him to that side where Gilmore is, you're going to have to give him help. Mm. Then Bland, a younger guy, young. This is not a veteran receiver, DB like a Gilmore. You're going to have to give him some help over a savvy veteran like A.J. Brown. Mm. It's going to be a real football game. This is not going to be y'all playing against the Rams or y'all playing against the Giants. This is a totally different situation for you, Skip. So it sounds like you're making the case for 42 to 10 Philadelphia. I, I can't predict saying? the score. Only oh, thing well, I can, can predict that Philadelphia is going to win the game. By, I can't predict the score. By 14, 21, I don't know. 28? You're not good. As, you're, as, you're my, going as, as Michael Irvin has once said, I've been questioned before. It's not going to work. <laughs> oh, okay. So let me explain to you why I think Philadelphia should be concerned about where their offense is going because it's not last year's offense because for the whole rest regular season last year you mentioned Devonte smith he caught 95 balls right. last year right huh and aj caught 88 so mm-hmm. 95 to 88 so far this year aj's caught 60 balls and Devonte only 39 balls okay last year the philadelphia eagles led the nfl in rushing they have now fallen to seventh in rushing because they're growing right. a little more pass happy because season's not over, Skip. They're heading in this direction because last year they rushed it 12 more times in the regular season than Mm -hmm. they threw it. They were fairly balanced, but a little heavier to the rush side. This year so far, they've thrown 25 more passes than they have run the football. So they're heading over there. So let me stop you. A little bit of an identity crisis. Like, are we a pass first? No, no, no. You're saying something. You're saying something. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Mm, I'm going to have you go at halftime and check your statistics again. Mm. Don't look at it based on the course of the entire season. Look at it through eight, nine weeks of the season. Mm. When the weather turns, guess what? Their offense turns and leans more heavy on the run because of the environment that they're in. All you got to do is go check the facts, Skip. Mm. Well, let let me check these facts. Over the last three games, they've only had 23 rushes total. Yeah. In the first half. Mm-hmm. Total in the first half. And that, that right there, I, I, I hate telling this, but it gives Dallas a great chance. If you're not going to try Agreed. to run the ball, yep. if you're not going to try to just pound this ball, run the ball, and we know your best weapon is going to be A.B. And that's why I put it out there. I said the only play they have 
is that play. And I was giving him credit saying, wow, they, he keeps coming up with the play. But it gets put on as bulletin board material. Michael says nobody else making plays but A.B. Doesn't matter how well, you that put is it what out you just there, said. But it is the reality. But we, it's not we, the we're reality because the tight end was making plays the other day, left and right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, Key. He, he, he's making plays. Skip just told you that, that, uh, that every, the other numbers are down. Mm -hmm. That other but numbers that, that, are down. Just that, numbers that Devontae are... Smith's numbers are down. Yeah. But that doesn't he mean he's not making plays. Mm. He's making plays when they throw him the ball. they just been utilizing A.J. Brown more. Yep. Doesn't mean that he's not making right. plays. You said making plays. Mm. Oh, okay. That's not true. So, so he, you, you're proving my point. You're proving my point. He, he's been, he, he's making some plays, but we don't recognize them all because we're talking too much about AJ Brown because he's making all the plays. Yep. And that's the focus. Okay, so point. clean it up. He's then. making the plays now. Now, no, but that's the reality. And uh, you focus. The last couple of weeks, if you didn't have AJ Brown on that football team, they, they, that team could, could be in some trouble. They could be in some trouble. They, they, they rushed ball 59 yards last week. Yeah, that I could love be in you some trouble. Skip, man. That could be in some if trouble. If y'all didn't so, have so the charges and the Rams, y'all could I'm be in trouble. Proving, I'm just proving my point up, the importance of, AB, of AJ. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going against Philly. They're a good team, great team. But, but they need AB. And if you can focus on slowing him down, I don't think you're going to stop him, but focus on slowing him down. I saw Andy Reid say you're not going to stop Tyreek Hill. And when you just mentioned AJ Brown being the best receiver, I want to clarify why I made that tweet. Now, let me tell you something. Tyreek Hill's a bad boy, but the schemes, the schemes help Tyreek Hill. Of course, his talent and skill set helps, but the scheme, they're scheming up. This big dude right here, he's just deboing you on the football field. That's why I say the greatest player, because if I set him with somebody that can't scheme, he's still going to beat you in and, and do you in like he's been doing. So that's why I say he's, right now, for me, the best player. I, I was the one that had the record that, that Calvin Johnson broke on a number of 100 yards games in a row. I had the record. I had the record at 11. I knew what it was like just getting 100 yards for 11 straight games. Mm -hmm. I, I thought about it. I said, I'm going to make sure. But these dudes are getting 125. Tyreek Hill's going to 150. I'm like, what the? I, you know what I went through thinking about? I got to get 100. I got to get 100. They not moved. It's, it's insane. That's why I tweeted, this may be the best player in the National Football League, and he is playing like that. Yeah, Michael Irvin, guess who very quietly is right on pace to break your all-time Dallas Cowboy record for catches in a single season. That happened in 1995, yes, your sir. last Super Bowl Yes, he is. Year. Right, right up under my yardage, right up under the yards. Yeah, that guy, right is, the Keyshawn says something's missing there. Right. I, I don't right. know, but he's right, right, right on pace. Right. You had 111 right. catches, right? Right, 111 right. catches in 1995. CD's right on pace to have 112. Who knew? Yes, I don't sir. know. And I hope he gets it. I'm if not, he does, we're I'm in not, the house. I'm not uh, even going to uh, say anything. Uh, I'm 112 and over 1,500 yards, and that's what it's going to take for CD, for, for Dallas to get to where they have to be, he'll have to be in that 1,500-yard range. So, so it, it's right on pace. I'm not going to say anything, Skip. I'm just going to be quiet and wait till Sunday. Well, I think you have to be quiet because you're being proven Well, wrong. he's going to watch the game with me on Sunday. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He's yeah, going to yeah, watch I'm, the I'm, Michael oh, Irvin's going to show gonna up be before be kickoff, not at halftime <laughs> when they're leading three to nothing or something. No. Not at I'll all. I'll be there. I'll be there. At the beginning. I will be there for this one. Keyshawn, I will not answer any of your texts during the game. <laughs> I'm just going to focus on I the wouldn't game. either. I, I will not I, I wouldn't either, considering you that y'all, for some reason, believe that this run game 
that the Philadelphia Eagles had in the past is just it doesn't exist. They can't so, run the football to save their lives there was in their reason, passing team. There was a reason well, that Detroit okay. said right. we don't want DeAndre Swift anymore. We got Jameer Gibbs. We don't need. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, well, no, the, the run game. You know they got the Arizona. You do realize they got the Arizona film, and you do Good. realize they got right. the Forty Nine er film. Good. You do. You do realize, though, Key, when, when on those run options, if, if we know the quarterback's knee is not good, that's and, a good point. You, 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 you can go ahead and focus on taking down the running back because do he, do you said healthy. if you know if you know do you know if you know or yeah. do you assume based on him leaving the podium yeah. based on the question that was answered right. to him because he's tired of answering silly ass questions. That he's hurt? You're going to just assume that? Mm. Why, why are you tired of answering? Because I remember he was the one that put it out there that night yeah. watching the football game. He kinda, I, so I thought he was trying to look for somebody. You know, well, well, go ahead, Skip. Do what you got to do. Enough said. Up next, LeBron <laughs> is playing at a very high level <laughs> while playing very high minutes. But we debate next. Bum beat up, though. Rachel Nichols back with us to talk a LeBron James, who has been playing at a high level while playing high minutes for the now three and two Lakers. Rachel, what are you seeing so far from LeBron? Look, I'm seeing someone who could rest on his reputation at some point during his career and instead has worked every offseason to improve part of his game every single year of these 21 years. And I got to tell you, he worked on his jumper pretty obviously this offseason. It is paying off so deep for the Lakers, especially late in games. You guys talked about the numbers. Fourth quarters this season so far, he's averaging nearly 10 points. He's shooting 68% from the floor in fourth quarters so far. His overall efficiency in games has been matching his Miami days. When he was at the peak of his peak and setting all those sort of historical numbers and records, he's playing that well in terms of his jump shot right now. So that really impresses me. The only red flag I see is what you guys have been talking about earlier on this show is the minutes. And it's not just on our minds. It's also on LeBron's mind. I asked him about it last night. I want to read you what he said to me. He said, the first thing when we came back to the bench, when it went into overtime, I said, you guys are killing me. I'm trying to keep my minutes down. And now it's another five minutes I'm adding on. He even ribbed D'Lo for not making that shot at the end of regulation, saying, oh, now you're keeping me out there. So he knows this can't continue. He told me, he said, there's a line we got to hit. We're not walking that line right now. But there's a lot of factors going on. Health has been a big factor so far this season. They had four rotation players out last night, so he had to play a little bit more. And then you also have got to get more from the other guys so that early in games, the first three quarters, LeBron doesn't need to come in and save them, and he can save his minutes for the fourth quarter. That means Anthony Davis has to continue to improve. He's had some great games so far this season, but he's got to do that consistently. Yep. And then Austin Reeves, you know, had this block for the first few games of the season, getting defended differently, and he broke through last night. And certainly they think that those combination of those two with the supporting players as they get more healthy, that will improve LeBron's minutes. It's easy to say that, though, Skip. It's yep. another thing to do it. Yep. Right, Keith? Before you go, Keyshawn, LeBron has now played the seventh most minutes in the NBA so far, to Rachel's point. That, that has to slide back to where it was supposed I, to be. I, I think when you look at it, what are you seeing? You're seeing the same player that you saw a year ago. His numbers are a tick down, just a tick, nothing drastic, right? He averaged 28, basically he's 25 this year. He still got his six assists, a little slightly up a tick. You know, the boards are still the same. 
So when you look at that, you say, okay, minutes are going to always be a conversation because of what happened at the end of last season. Okay, where we watched him at times in the fourth quarters against the Nuggets, missed shots, legs didn't look fresh. So that conversation is going to come up. I wouldn't have that conversation in the month of November. I'm not going to have that conversation in the month of December. I'm not going to worry about it till after All-Star break. When you are playing the way he's playing and the way the Lakers are playing, sitting at three and two, you've already beat Phoenix. You got Phoenix coming up again. Maybe that's a light day for him down the line that you say, you know, four or five games from now when they see Phoenix again, you say, okay, he, he could rest up. Or you see Orlando next time around. He can rest up a little bit. I think and, Devin Booker's about to come back. Yeah, but you may yeah. you you already know though that you got that one win in your back pocket. You may want to. If they're not winning, he's going to want to play. He's going to want to come off the bench. Darvin Ham's going to want him to play. So the key is to have them winning more of the time throughout games. Of course, so he doesn't have to feel compelled to do that. Of course, and that's what I keep trying to tell Skip. It's the beginning of the season. Let's go through the beginning of the season. Let's get past All Star break before we start really stressing about the minutes. And then you can hit the jump start button again as you get ready to go into playoff contention because what you don't want to do is you don't want to be in a position of stress late in the year when you're in that 8th, ninth, 10th seed. Oh, we got to do this to get in. Who are we going to play? No, you want to be at the top. You want to be that one through four category come playoff time. You don't want to be sitting around trying to win one game to get in. And the way you do that is by winning your games that you're playing in now so you can afford, if you need to, to drop a couple later on. Okay. So I agree with Rachel. Obviously, LeBron worked on his jumper through the offseason. Apparently, he did not work on his free throws, which has always been my pettest peeve about him because he's better than this. But he's now 16 of 29 from the free throw line. That's 55%. And I think we all can agree on one thing. That's got to that's got to be a little better, right? I agree. 74% career free throw shooter, which is still not very good, but that's got to come up. He's also now second in the NBA in turnovers. That's got to improve, and I think it will. Now to the good stuff. To your point, Rachel, I got him all the way up at 71% from the floor. In the I think that's with overtime, overtime, too. Okay, yeah. with, I'm I adding yep. overtime, but yep. that is sensational. And he is definitely, in mindset, improved on what he was last year late in games. And I think he focused on this, Mm -hmm. which I respect and appreciate. Because last year, by his standards, he was pretty terrible in fourth quarters and overtimes for for the whole year and for the playoffs. He shot 27% from three in fourth quarters and overtimes. And in the playoffs, remember, in fourth quarters, he set the all-time playoff record for consecutive missed threes of 20. He missed 20 straight threes in fourth quarters of the playoffs last year. Well, all of a sudden, I'm looking. He's 5 of 11 from three so far, late in fourth quarter and overtime so far this year. That will work. I hope he can keep that up. The minutes do concern me because of the injury factor, because we've seen him get nicked and knacked. He's got this and that, and his ankles are just perpetually messed up. And he's still on the injury report. It's it's like chronic. It's like tendonitis. It's... It, 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 it's, well, that's it's more just something a, he has to live with. Yeah. Where they're, they're, also, if they want to hold him out, then he's been on the injury report, so he can, ab- he's not resting. That, that is I, I couldn't agree yeah. with you more, Skip, and disagree with you, Key, on the fact that they can wait till after the All-Star break. That's two-thirds of the season. I, I think they have to start scaling back those minutes sooner rather than later 
because, to you, Skip's point, there is an injury factor, too. And look, the worst injury I can think of in recent, somewhat recent Lakers history is Kobe Bryant's Achilles, right? And that happened in large part because Kobe drove himself into the ground minutes-wise, trying to make the playoffs, and just in that whole, like, couple months run up until the Achilles injury, he played so hard that that was a huge factor and why his body just finally gave out. So I don't think that's going to happen in LeBron's case. I don't think he's going to play that many minutes the way Kobe was leading up to that injury. But we see, especially as you get older, Skip is 100% right, you can have those knick-knack injuries turn into bigger things. And what you don't want is LeBron's minutes to go down because he's yeah. missing 20 but games. Rachel, <laughs> he's missing 20 games, but the 20 games he's missing is not because he's old. It's because somebody steps on his ankle and he gets his foot caught, so he twists something. Yeah, it's but- not him running up and down the court, then all of a sudden he pops a hamstring. It's not, it's not soft tissue injuries that we're dealing with. But LeBron used to turn his ankle. He used to be known for turning his ankle and nothing happening. Yeah, but... Wait wait a second. He used to turn his ankle to the floor where the bone would touch the floor, and I'd say, that's impossible. There's no way he can get up. And he would just retie his shoe and get up and like nothing happened. I'd say, what? But that has nothing to do with minutes. It has nothing to do with the minutes. It's career minutes over time. If if somebody steps on your ankle... At the start of a game, it ain't got nothing to do with minutes. Of, of course, okay. there's fluke injuries, and of course, a lot of LeBron's problems have come from that. That's all Flip, I'm saying. Weird flips on the floor, things like that. That's all I'm but saying. But there is also an overarching issue of the fact that if your body is more run down, you are more injury prone. That is just true. Yeah, I know that's ve- no, it's that very yourself. true. But my point to that, though, Rachel, is this has not happened to him. Okay, if you tell me mm-hmm. that he's tearing. Uh, the the meat off the bone on his hamstring because he's running up and down the court because he's older and his legs are fatigued, then I can give you that. Mm -hmm. But to tell me that, oh, well, we got to be cautious of the minutes because he twists his ankle when he came down on somebody's leg, that could happen at the start of the tip-off. That's all I'm saying. So let's not do that to him. All right. He's doing really well so far, so good. Yes. Okay, we got it. All right, up next, we need to talk about Antonio Pierce, speaking of somebody from out here in Southern California. Can he keep that Raiders job? We are rooting for that. Amen. Let's talk some Raiders. Here's some of what Raiders interim coach Antonio Pierce said in his first press conference yesterday. The short story, the matter of fact, is I grew up in Compton, California. I was born a Raider. I was born with the Raiders rolling in the Coliseum in L.A. I was rolling with N.W.A. talking straight out of Compton, rocking Raider hats. So when the opportunity came to work with Josh and Pat Graham and Dave, I jumped on it. So that's what set me up for this. I was born this way. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Michael, what chance do you give Antonio of keeping this job? You know, Interestingly enough, guys, I, I do give him a chance. And I'm, I'm, I tell you why I give him a chance. It's because what happened uh, with the Raiders since, since they made that hire. I mean, the players were speaking about who they wanted as their next head coach when Coach Pisati took over for John Gruden. That team went 7-5. and five. They won the last four games going into uh, the playoffs, winning the playoffs and lost the game. Now, then you brought in Josh McDaniels, and things went awry. That gives Antonio Pierce an opportunity here. 
if he can do some good things in these next nine games, you know, win some games in these next nine games, and, 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 and you got, he has this team playing hard and playing together, Mark Davis got to take notice. And he has to say, listen, I made the mistake one time of walking a guy out the building that the players responded to, and I brought a guy in the building that the players do not respond to. So this gives Antonio Pierce a shot, and I hope he takes advantage of it. Keith. No, he will. You don't have to worry about a playmaker. AP will take full advantage of the opportunity, just like he said in his presser there. He was born to be a Raider. When you're born, it's like, it's like being in Miami. You're born to be a Kane. It's like being in L.A. You're born to be a Trojan, and back then you were born to be a Raider, a Laker, a Dodger. That's just, it's in your DNA. It's instilled in you. Mm -hmm. In a big city, think small college football town, that's all you know. That's all we knew growing up was the Raiders. So now this opportunity presents itself. The, first of all, he's not far removed the as game. a player There's the game. from the National Football League. He There's actually played in the National Football League and was successful in the National Football League, won right. a Super Bowl. So players respond to you differently. The leader on that team that won a Super Bowl, leader. With, with uh, exactly, a leader. So think Dan Campbell, who actually right. played in the National right. Football League. Players respond to that. Not that they don't respond to certain guys that didn't play in leagues, but you get a different approach, okay, so to speak, because they trust what you're saying because you've done it before. Right. Okay, when you look at a Josh McDaniels, yeah, you hit behind Tom Brady for all those years and you got two jobs. Or Mike McDaniels down in Miami. He's winning. Right. And he's done a good job. And that's so they why it's important to win to early. Him. Right. And right. respond to him. Right. Had he not done right. that and didn't have any skins on the wall, mm. they'd be talking about running him up out of there. So AP has that. Plus, on top of this, this is different. On top of that, this is different than Jeff Saturday coming from the booth, or ESPN. Correct. Yep. Into a building that nobody knew, and it's just a guy coming and, off the street. And, and, and tell him why, Key, because because whatever's been going on in that building, AP, no, there've been players running to AP oh, to talk about. Oh my God, that's what that's what we're talking about. You was listening to, to me to and Nick's about. conversation right. through the walls this morning. <laughs> in our conversation, I told Nick, our producer, I said to him, I said the difference is I can get, I can guarantee you, guarantee. whatever was going on wrong, without me being in that building, Skip. Mm -hmm. that those players was telling they, man, they these man, dudes, right. man, they, right. why they got this guy calling the play? What is it? I can guarantee. He like so us, he, already, he ain't this, he, he right, right, exactly. right, so all of that. He all already that, knows right. what the problems are. Right, yeah. right, the that's what I'm saying. Plus, Skip, the staff. Because he played, that's why the players feel comfortable. Exactly. So you know what's going and, on. And Skip, the, that's the, exactly. the, the staff in him are like mm -hmm. this. Yeah. They already know. Yeah. So it should be an easier transition for him than it was like for Jeff Saturday yeah. or some other interim coaches because they trust him, believe me. And one last thing, let, me, let me say this one last thing because Mark Davis said this. He said, I told him now, you're the head, you're the head coach now. You don't have to be coaching all the time. That You, you kind of got to oversee things. And, 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 and I'm telling Mark Davis, get out of his ear. Be quiet. Yeah, you he don't said know what focus you're on leading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus on no, leading. No, that is how no. you lead. He, he's doing exactly what he needs to do to lead. He's a part of the group. He's not. He said, "Hey, I, I didn't come from Bill Belichick. I'm not ring guard. You don't have to kiss my rings. Yeah. I'm a part of your group." That's what Antonio Pierce is going to yeah. say. 
I worked with Antonio for several years at ESPN. I got to know him well. I believe in his force of personality. I believe he's a natural-born leader of yeah, men. And don't underestimate, he was a head coach out here in Southern California, yeah. Long Beach Poly, which is right. a football power for years and years. They had one great year and then three not-so-great years, but he, he tasted what it was like to be the head coach, to be the CEO, the commanding officer of the operation. He did. And then he went with Coach Herm. He was an assistant coach at Arizona State. He knows defense. He can coach that side of he the was ball. Their, he was their yeah. coordinator. He was their coordinator. So he is qualified for this position. I'm going to root for him. It's a tough situation because now they've obviously benched Jimmy G and they're going with the kid, <laughs> the rookie at quarterback, and it's going to be a little shaky here. But I think the players are going to respond and play at a higher level just because they want to play hard for him. So I give him a good shot of convincing Mark to keep him. I think Tom Brady will have some input into this decision. The word I'm hearing is that they're already focused and fixated on moving on and going bigger picture. But Antonio could change their minds because of what you said about right. Rich Basaccia. They, they should have hung he's him. Already yeah. skipped, he's already identified a yep. problem, right? You know what yep. the problem was? The quarterback. Yep. He's already identified. He said, Let's and I'm not playing this. This dude going to get me fired. That's and he's going with somebody else. After they gave $75 million to Jimmy Garoppolo. Correct. That, 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 they already identified what the problem yeah, was right, for right. them. And you're right, Kuki, because that's what they're saying. You're not about winning. You're trying to play your guys. And, and, and your guy wasn't playing well. And then when Devontae went off Monday night, I felt that pain, man. Him crying on the sideline like that. I felt that pain. So, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right.